Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, the co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And in today's session, we're talking about something which is very relevant to me and to you too, because a lot of the feedback we get about this podcast is about how I deliver them, about how I speak, about the energy that we put across in the podcast. And many people say that I'm just naturally a good speaker. But I'm not. I'm really not. And this always comes as a surprise to people. Because when I talk in normal conversation, I stumble over my words. I talk way too fast. And I'm short-tongued too. So I cannot pronounce my R's like the rest of a population can. And on top of all that... I'm dyslexic. And dyslexia, it isn't just about reading and writing. We get our words mixed up when we're speaking too. But I learned how to be a good speaker. And I've done that through practice, through experience, and through a lot of watching and listening back to myself speaking. However, Doing all that, it can be really cringeworthy. And the idea of listening back to yourself, give a presentation, that might be too much for you to bear right now. So we're going to talk about why you need to become a better speaker, not just for your business, but also to help you spread the vegan message, which is in part the reason why you have a vegan business in the first place. But before we get into that, let me just quickly remind you that this podcast, it's something like, gosh, it's only 10% of everything that goes on at Vegan Business Tribe. If you want to grow your vegan business, if you need support and advice, then come and join us over on veganbusinesstribe.com. Because that's where you're going to find all our masterclasses and courses. It's where you can join us on our regular online networking meetups and business clinics. And it's where you can get direct access, not just to myself and Lisa, but to our entire community of vegan business owners in our community hub. And you get all of that for less than you would pay if you bought just a cup of coffee a week from your local coffee shop. And we've got so much going on at VBT right now. We've just released our Vegan Sector Update 2022, and that was a live event where I shared the latest statistics and opportunities in the vegan sector. And the full recording of that, that is now live in our members area of our Vegan Business Tribe Academy for you to go and watch back. And I would say, if you are doing absolutely 
anything in the vegan sector, then I would really advise you go watch that full session because it's going to bring you bang up to date. We've also just done a soft launch of our new members directory. And at the moment, you can only get access to our members directory from your members dashboard. But we are planning to make it fully public in the next few weeks. So you can use that directory to search through our hundreds of vegan business drive members. You can filter people by country or business sector and just really see who else you can connect with in the tribe. So if you're looking for that vegan SEO expert or even a vegan accountant, then you can currently get access to that directory through your members dashboard when you log into the website just before we make it public. And remember, It's our membership side that funds Vegan Business Tribe. So if you really love what we're doing, if you're a regular podcast listener, but you haven't signed up as a member yet, then please do consider signing up as a full member to Vegan Business Tribe. Not only will you be getting so much value yourself, but you'll be enabling us to keep putting out this podcast and doing all the work that we do to champion the vegan business scene around the world. So let's get into today's session. And I actually wanted to start by sharing a recording from Jay Charlton, who is the founder of Viva La Vegan Clothing. And she recorded this last week at Carfest here in the UK. Hi guys, I am hopping on here from Carfest. We have been here for the last three days. Chris Evans actually has created a vegan village in his Sparfest area of Carfest, which is amazing. And we've had this platform to promote and discuss veganism. So yesterday, myself, David from Vegan Business Tribe and Sue from Green Pigeon Sanctuary, we were all part of a panel, actually followed um, Eddie Izzard, and we were, we were talking about veganism or vegan living, and um, we had some really interesting questions, especially from some meat eaters, which was brilliant. And then as I was leaving, a member of production actually jumped in front of me and was like, um, I'm a meat eater, but I really think I should be vegan. And so we spent some time talking and I gave her some documentaries and some information for her to sort of carry on doing her research at home and hopefully start her vegan her vegan journey. I've also spoken to a load of vegetarians who just didn't know about the dairy industry and I, I think I've shocked a few of them, but also given them some some information that they can go on and further research. They seemed really, really interested and, and very upset actually. Um, and now Luke's just got back and we've just been allowed on to, to the site so he's just brought the van round and we are packing up the stall so from a very um, enjoyable and effective in terms of uh, animal activism uh, car fest and bid you good night It is always great to hear from Jay. And if you haven't come across Viva La Vegan Clothing, then go check out their website because they are the most ethical vegan company that you will ever find. And a lot of the money that they make, that goes back into supporting some wonderful sanctuaries and animal campaigns such as Camp Beagle. But the reason I wanted to play that was because... As Jay said at the start of that clip, 
it's taken a lot of cajoling to get Jay onto a stage or in front of a microphone. And if you know Jay, you just think that that is ridiculous because she will happily do a full weekend-long stretch on her stall at an event talking to people about veganism. She is an activist. She had a very good career in the fashion industry before she launched Viva La Vegan. And she is somebody who you just stop and listen to. But put a microphone or a camera in front of her and she'll run. So when we got that opportunity to take a bunch of vegans on stage at Chris Evans Carfest Festival last weekend to talk about veganism, you know, this huge public festival full of non-vegans. I knew that I really wanted Jay on that stage with me as somebody who can talk passionately about veganism and also to give her a platform to talk about her company too. And Jay said no eight times. So I asked her a ninth time and she finally said that she would think about it. And I get that. I felt that fear when you're asked to speak. I've spent those evenings getting sweaty and word tied, trying to record videos of myself and then deleting them all because I just couldn't get my words out. I've been the one hiding in the bathroom before I was due to speak at an event, just freaking out. And yeah, I know you would never know it now, but it's because I've been through all of those things that I can get up and speak at events like I do now. It's because I've spent hours and hours trying to record myself and being less than impressed with the results, but putting it out there anyway. It's only because of that that I now sound a lot better when I'm recording a podcast or workshop. I've learned lots of techniques and mechanisms by getting it wrong over and again. And I'm still learning. And I still get nerves when I'm doing an event, when I'm speaking. And everybody does. Because you need to be a little bit nervous to give a good presentation. But the reason that I now go into the talks I do with some level of confidence is because I've done so many of them before and I've developed my tools and my tricks. I've got my mental checklists that I go through before going onto stage and I've got a lot of confidence in what I know. But Jay from Viva La Vegan Clothing, she's got confidence in what she knows. She's built a brilliant company and is a regular activist. And she was brilliant on stage once we managed to get her on there. And she's now working on getting those other things too. But the reason that Jay is taking those steps to start speaking at events, to get in front of a camera and start thinking about leveraging her own personal brand is because she knows that the mission is far more important than her nerves about speaking. If we want to promote our businesses, we have to become the voice of our businesses. People connect far better with a company when they connect with the people 
who are at the centre of that company. Apple would not have been as effective if Steve Jobs had refused to come out from behind his desk. Virgin would not have dominated so many different sectors if Richard Branson had not been willing to build a brand around himself. And both those people were extremely awkward people by nature. Neither Steve Jobs or Richard Branson were natural speakers, or if we've been honest, even very good speakers. But they both had passion, and they both had things to say that people wanted to hear. And as Jay hinted in that clip that we played, that mission... That mission of our businesses, of the vegan cause, is why we all owe it to ourselves to become better at speaking, to become better at communicating. If you know that you can help people, if you know that by buying your product or service that somebody's problem is going to be solved, then it is your duty to get better at communicating and to reach a wider audience. And if at the same time you're going to knock an animal product off the shelf, or if your business has the potential to be the start of someone's vegan journey, then you owe it to the animals to put aside all those excuses for not wanting to get in front of the camera and not wanting to get on that stage so that you can reach more people. This is bigger than that. And trust me, it's not going to do your business any harm either. By Jay posting that video on her social media, which was just recorded on her phone at the end of the day when they were packing up, Jay got three times as many views, likes and comments than she normally gets on her posts. And you'll notice that Jay wasn't talking about her clothes that she designs and sells. She was giving people a reason to connect with the ethical mission of her business. So how do we do this? How do you get past all those obstacles that are stopping you from getting in front of a camera or on that stage so that you can take your message to a wider audience? And once you do it... How can you methodically get better as a speaker? Well, look at it this way. You actually want this to be hard. Now, why on earth would I say that? Well, it's because if something is hard to start doing, then that's what we call a barrier to entry. And if you can get past that barrier, then you're going to find fewer of your competition doing the same thing. And that gives you an advantage over them. And regardless of how you feel about speaking, Getting started is actually far easier than you think. Nobody is going to invite you on stage to speak in front of thousands of people for your first speaking gig. That person that you're listening to on stage, the reason that they are there and you are sat in the audience is not because they were born a natural speaker. That's just a fallacy. It's because they had something worthwhile to say. And they started 
by learning how to say that thing to small groups of people first. So the first thing you need to do is to start saying what you have to say. Take a leaf out of Jay from Viva La Vegan Clothing's book and start sharing videos about what you think and what's important to you. Use these throwaway opportunities that social media gives us to start getting your thoughts in order and seeing how they land with people. Do it on social, do it on YouTube and just get comfortable talking to the camera on your phone. And doing this in such a small and simple way, it's not about the visibility that you'll get from doing it. It's mainly about developing your material. Now, when I speak at an event or if I'm being interviewed by somebody online, it's rare that I make an original comment. Trust me, I've got tales and examples that I've shared many, many times. I already know my story and how to tell it. I've got responses to common questions that I can just click my fingers and call on. And I've developed these over time. If somebody asks me in an interview what my advice would be to somebody thinking about starting a vegan business, I don't want to have to sit there and think about it. I want to have answered that question before and just have this familiar response tripping off my tongue without having to think about it. And the only way to get to that point is to have already spent a lot of time talking about your thoughts and working them all out. Not in front of hundreds of people necessarily, but just in front of your phone or webcam. So start that now. Do it on social. Do it on YouTube. Do it online at networking events or online sessions so that when you are stood in front of a few hundred people, you've already developed your own stock answers and really insightful thoughts to share. Go get a friend or partner to start asking you questions and record the answers as well as using this as an opportunity to work out your material and to develop those stock phrases, it will also give you lots of content to post at the same time. And then, once you're getting comfortable talking about your views, then start looking for those first opportunities to speak. And start with small opportunities first. So, for example... Our vegan business tribe member, Shabari Daz, runs the World Vegan Market on Facebook. And if you take out a virtual Facebook stall with her, then there's also an opportunity for Shabari to interview you live on her Facebook page. And many of our vegan business tribe members have started out with an interview with Shibari as their first time in front of a camera. I mean, Shibari, she's just genuinely interested in the people she interviews. And she is so full of positive energy that it's hard not just to get carried along. But it's also just a brilliant first speaking experience. It's online. Shibari is leading that conversation and you can't see any of the people who are watching you. 
So start to look for more of these kind of smaller experiences and opportunities. Throw yourself into them and make all the mistakes that you are going to make whilst for just a small number of people watching and listening to you. These experiences might be online or they might be in the real world. If a business group that you belong to puts out a call for speakers, then jump at that opportunity and experience. If a vegan fair has an offer to upgrade your stall booking to include a short speaking slot, then take it. The actual number of people watching you, and especially in the early days, that doesn't matter. What matters is the experience and the photographs. Yep, you heard me right there. Now, you're going to call me cynical, but every event that I've spoken at, digital or in the real world, more people have seen the photos of me speaking at that event afterwards than were in the audience on the day. And that is on purpose. Part of speaking at events is so that you can get known as a speaker. It's about the assumed authority that comes with that. And if you have a social media page full of pictures of you speaking and presenting at events, then obviously you're somebody that people want to listen to. And the more that you do then the easier it becomes to get speaking slots at bigger and more high-profile events. For example, I was a speaker at the Global Vegan Finance Seminar this year. Guess how amazing that looks to someone looking to book a speaker to talk about the vegan sector for their big food and drink event. Does it matter that this was an online event? And does it matter that I did it from our converted spare room whilst wearing a pair of shorts? Not at all. Being a speaker at that event, it's already led me to being asked to speak at two other industry events later this year. And not by people who saw my talk, but by people who saw the photo from the events that I shared on LinkedIn. And this is what I want you to do too. I want you to use your first smaller events to get bigger events. Now, play them up a little. Make sure that you've got somebody in the audience to take photos and make sure that everybody you know sees that you were asked to speak at that event. I want you to build your persona as somebody who obviously has something interesting to say. Else, how would you have got booked to speak at these events otherwise? And do I want you to do this for your ego? No, not at all. Do I want you to do it to help your business? Well, yes. But more importantly, I'm wanting you to do this to help further the vegan cause at the same time. Personally, myself, I don't want to get speaking slots at these big food and drink events to help raise the profile of vegan business tribe. I'm not going to find many potential members there. I want to get on the speaker's roster to bring the vegan agenda to that conversation. 
Because pretty much every food and drink sector expo that I've been to, where they've discussed the vegan and plant-based sector, it's been non-vegans talking about it on the stage. And they've missed out huge reasons why the vegan sector is growing and what's motivating plant-based consumers, because they're not connected with the ethical side of the sector. They are not reading the hard research from the Vegan Society on consumers changing viewpoints on veganism. They need somebody who understands both sides of the sector, the hard business side and the ethics, to help motivate them to create more and better plant-based products. And I want to do that. And I want you to be that person Two, I want you to be the person in your sector who is getting the informed vegan message out there. Not just to vegans, but to the non-vegans too. And if that means taking some very selective photos to crop out the fact that you only had 20 people in the audience so that you get invited to those bigger speaking opportunities, then we'll live with that. But it's not all just smoke and mirrors. There is genuinely a lot you can do to learn to be a better speaker. Speaking and presenting, it's a skill. And just like any other skill, the more you do it and the more you practice it, the better you get at it. And this is where recording yourself and then watching or listening back to that recording is really important. Now, I know... The first time you do this, it will be cringeworthy. You might really struggle at the start, but as we've already said, this is bigger than you feeling a bit embarrassed. And the more that you do it, the easier it gets. But don't necessarily think of the person that you're watching back as you. Create a little bit of separation with that person so that you can be more critical without the personal cringe. Watching yourself back, it will highlight all the things that you do or say without realising. Or you will notice that you trail off all the time or that you don't speak in actual sentences. And it will be embarrassing at first, but you can't improve without doing it. And I'll give you a personal example. So for me, I realised that I used the word absolutely whenever I started an answer to a question. Do you think that the vegan sector is growing? Absolutely. Do you want to tell me how you started Vegan Business Tribe? Absolutely. Do you breathe air yourself? Absolutely. I mean, once you heard it, you couldn't unhear it. It became comical. And I must have been saying it for years. But I never realised until I started watching myself back and listened to myself speaking. But also remember that part of presenting and part of speaking, it is entertaining too. So learn to be interesting to watch massively overemphasize the things that you say. And you see what I did there? Throw your arms about, move around, become a bit of an entertainer when you speak. Because while you are doing it, you'll feel like you're being far too over the top. You'll feel like you're giving it a 10. 
but it's going to come across to your audience as a three. And you'll see this when you watch recordings of yourself back. You'll also probably be speaking way too fast. Now, I naturally speak really fast. My brain just throws things at my mouth and it makes me stumble over my words all the time when I'm having a conversation with people. So I've done a lot of work on bringing down my words per minute when I'm presenting. Not only does speaking slower give your brain more time to forge a complete sentence, but it also strangely makes you sound more professional too. Now, I naturally speak at about 180 words per minute, which is way too fast. But when I'm presenting, I aim for about 140 or maybe 150 words per minute. Now, this slows me down. It lets me think about the words coming out of my mouth, but it still gives some energy to what I'm saying. You, you might want to slow right down to 100 words per minute if you really want people to think about what you are saying. And if you're a fast speaker like me, it will feel like you are speaking comically slow. But listen to yourself back and you will be amazed how much it improves your speaking style. So to practice this, Simply read out a script and see how many words you've got to in 60 seconds. Or just deliver a pre-memorized introduction about your business. And that will give you your words per minute or your WPM. Now keep slowing down until you get it down to about 120 or 130 words per minute. And just see what a difference that makes. Trust me. If you are somebody who stumbles over their words all of the time, then the solution is to just slow down. Another tip that I learned is to practice and memorize both your intro and your outro. So your introduction and your ending, even if you're still using a script. Knowing and being familiar with the first few lines that you are going to say, that gives you a lot of confidence. And the same with how you close your talk, because you want to close strong. When you get to your final slide or the end of an interview, you want to have your wrap-up memorised and well-practised so that you can confidently tell people where they can find out more about you and what their next step should be to contact you or to work with you. And then finally, go and watch the session that I did with one of our members, Stephen Trister, who is an ex-stand-up comic turned speaking coach who put me through my paces in a masterclass session that we recorded for the members section of a vegan business tribe website. Stephen, not only is he vegan, is really great at making you connect with the words that you are actually saying so that you can say them in a more powerful way. Coaching like this, it genuinely helps. Even just doing a couple of sessions with somebody. And if you can find a vegan one like Stephen Trister, then even better. You will find that the more you improve and the more public speaking that you do, the more addictive it becomes and the more authority it will give you. 
If you have something interesting to say, then in the world we live in now, you are only a few steps away from speaking regularly on social media to headlining a conference. So now that you're all raring to go and you just want to get started, let's wrap this up with a bullet point rundown of how you too can become a better speaker. And trust me, if I can do it, you can do it too. Number one, your mission is far bigger than your nerves about speaking. If you know that by buying your product or service, somebody's problem is going to be solved or somebody's life is going to be massively improved, then it is your duty to get better at communicating that. Two, it's also part of your activism. If somebody buying your product knocks an animal product off the shelf, or if your company might be an entry point for somebody's vegan journey, then you owe it to the animals to put aside all those excuses for not publicly speaking so that you can reach more people. Three, we actually want this to be hard to get started because if it is hard, then that's going to be a barrier to entry to your competition too. You will be the one gaining all that visibility while they're not able to get past that initial embarrassment. Four, start small. Start by using social media and your own YouTube channel to simply work out your thoughts and position on things. You need to have stock phrases and answers already worked out and familiar to you. You need to have already developed your material before you start speaking to bigger audiences. And once you have, then start looking for those smaller speaking opportunities and experiences. Pay for that upgrade at your local vegan fair to do a speaking slot. Five, a good photo of you speaking at an event is probably more important than the actual presentation that you did. Far more people have the potential to see that photo on social media than would ever be in the audience. So use this to gain credibility and get invited to speak at bigger events. Six, record yourself and watch back the recording. It will be cringeworthy and very difficult at first, but you'll start to spot all your idiosyncrasies and you'll vastly improve as a speaker because of it. Seven, learn to slow your speech right down. Record and time yourself and just see what a difference it makes when you're speaking at 120 or 140 words per minute instead of 180. Give your brain the chance to form full sentences. Eight, learn your introduction and your ending, so your intro and your outro by heart. It gives you a lot of confidence when you know what the first words coming out of your mouth are going to be. And nine, go and get some coaching. Even a couple of sessions can make a huge difference. And definitely watch that masterclass session that we recorded with Stephen Trister on how to be a better speaker. And that's in the masterclasses section of the Vegan Business Tribe Academy. 
And that is it. So if you are speaking at an event, no matter how big or small, then tag us at Vegan Business Tribe into it. Share it in our community hub and make sure that you share the photos with us so that we can shout about you. And if you found this information in this podcast episode really helpful, but you're not one of our members yet, then do go check out the website over at veganbusinesstribe.com. And I can't let you escape before giving it another final plug, because as I said, we are funded by our members. So... If you love what we do and you want to support us, then I would love you to come on board too. Not just so that we can help you, but so that we can help vegan businesses all over the world. Skill up and scale up and just make a real impact. This is your activism. Your business is your way to help us move the vegan cause forward. So come and join other people who are on that very same mission. And I guarantee that it will help you achieve that mission far quicker. So thank you for giving up your time to listen. And if you're listening on a podcast app, if you could just tap that subscribe button or give us a five-star rating or even a written review, then that would be even more amazing. So do go check out the website if you're not a member yet, and I will see you on the next one. <laughs>